Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since I released a new episode. A lot has been going on in the world. And this particular episode I recorded um, before things shifted in a massive collective way. And so I was creating some space and breathing room in the content shifting and, um, you know, really listening, learning, lots of self-reflection. And now I thought it would be a... A beautiful opportunity to bring this episode back. Um, it's with a woman named Lisa Kalman. I'll tell you a little bit about her in a second. Um, but in this interview, we talked all about um, really the power that women have to make incredible things happen. And so Lisa is a transformational trainer, coach, and author. She is someone who I met through doing a leadership training myself last year. And she really impacted my life in a big way. And so when I had the opportunity to bring her on the podcast, I was really excited because I think you're going to resonate with what she says, and hopefully you'll gain some nuggets of wisdom and truth for your own journey. So I'm going to read um, her bio in a second and then leave you with Lisa's interview. I hope you enjoy it. Lisa Coleman is a transformational trainer, coach, and author. She's a mindset coach, speaker, corporate trainer, and at the age of 51, became the mother of twin boys. Lisa is the principal and founder of World Works Trainings, a premier coaching and training company dedicated to personal growth and transformational workshops. Over the past 18 years, WorldWorks leadership teams have raised over $2.4 million for Southern California charities, and she's also one of the principal trainers for hardcore leadership in San Diego, California, which is where I had the pleasure of meeting her. Lisa is also the co-founder of Inspire Coaching and Inspire Business Success, corporate leadership training, and a member of the Transformational Leadership Council, an organization for transformational thought leaders and luminaries. Kalman is the author of the book, The Problem is How You See the Problem, which is wonderful. Lisa has a Bachelor of Science degree in radio TV film from the University of Texas in Austin, as well as an MBA from the same university. She makes her home in Costa Mesa, California with her wife, Maureen, their twins, Aiden and Levi, and pups, Chester and Cooper. Enjoy the interview. All right, so here we go. Are you guys ready? Let's let's do this. Lisa, how are you? I'm so glad to have you here. Oh, thank you for asking me. I'm so excited to be here. Super oh my god. I have to I got to tell you, yes, thank you. And um this is, you know, such fortuitous timing and excitement because the conversation that we're having here um I think is going to be very very relatable to a lot of um women out there. I'm I'm really proud to support visionary women in really stepping into their power and doing the things that they know they came here to do and create. Absolutely. And so today we're going to talk about, um, I, you know, I, I'd love to hear your perspective on the, the fear of success. Like we hear that, you know, we hear fear of failure, right? And then there's the fear of actually success of like, when you impact in a really big way, what happens? So, um, and I also want to bring in the, you know, in terms of my own personal experience of when I had the opportunity to meet you. And as I said in the intro, um, I had the opportunity to connect with Lisa in a really powerful leadership training. She was one of the, one of the core trainers as part of this journey. And 
I had a very personal like breakthrough moment when you said something to me. It was like the short, one of the shortest sentences anybody has ever said to me, but you look me straight in the eye. <laughs> I'm getting chills. I'm recalling it. And you basically told me that I was, you know, I, I was like playing too small. You were like, you need to play bigger. Like that, and, and it shot like right through my system and it lit up all these like little like bulbs of yes, 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 yes. And it did two things for me. It both, it like shook me out of the slumber that I was in mm-hmm. and it, and it gave me the permission to give myself permission to play bigger. Yeah. So if we can, like, I almost want to expand on that and capture that essence in this conversation, because I know it's going to be super juicy and powerful. So awesome. what does all that bring up for you when I when I like intro it that way? Well, you know, I, I, I also had this moment of this visceral moment of, you know, remembering you in that moment in the in the training. And it's very powerful and deep. And I love working with people in that way. Uh, I believe, you know, as you were talking about women and fear of success, uh, one of the things that that struck me is I think women are uh, have historically and generationally held so much. Mm. So for women that are married and for women that are uh, also have career, which most women we know do now and and as well as raising their children, there is so much and it's not just the doing this, you know, gotta do the laundry or gotta do the cooking or, you know, right now managing school at home, etc. Mm-hmm. It's also the holding of the space, which is what women historically are. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you may have often heard people talk about women are the soil and then, uh, or the feminine, let me just say that, which most of, of the women we know are, they hold the soil and then the masculine is, is the tree that grows. And so when you and I think about, okay, well, let me just go for it in my career. Let me play bigger or let me, it's, it almost is like, oh my gosh, can I hold more? Can, it's not just can I do more, that's a whole nother conversation, but can I even hold more given what I'm holding right now? And so I think there is an, a sort of a inherent sort of holding back of I'm already holding the energetic field for my family and for maybe my extended family, maybe my parents, maybe my siblings, you know, depending on where you fall in your family. And can I hold, and I have a job and that's important. Can I hold more by actually stepping up, leading and expanding who I am in the world? So I think that's a place where people Mm. go, you know, on an almost unconscious level go, oh, can I hold any more than this? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that reframe and, and it, yeah. it just, it brings up and no coincidence because I've also been in this other, you know, recently this idea of our capacity, like the true mm-hmm. question is about our capacity and what we can hold. Yeah. And again, so synchronistic because in the past few weeks, in my own experience, I've been really thinking about that concept from specifically those words, like this is what we are holding in terms of our energy, in terms of the energy of those around us, in terms of, and it, so the question is really one of capacity rather than drive almost. Yeah. Can you speak into that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as we know, women, um, 
typically what what they do, they do really well, you know, whether it's momming or it's cooking or it's business or whatever. I think there's a high level of excellence in women's performance, period. And so the thinking about, okay, let me step up, let me up level my business, let me lead in my community, let me be chair of my school board or whatever it is, that almost feels like I can't handle that because I have to, you know, it's almost this desire to do everything so almost perfectly. It's that perfection syndrome Mm -hmm. that it's one more thing rather than let me just take this smaller environment and do it perfectly. And so what I would invite women to, uh, first of all, reframe perfection and excellence, you know, their perfection is a no win game. It's never going to be perfect. The counters aren't ever going to be clean enough. The bed is not ever going to be made as well or the pillows in the exact place, you know, that you want them. Uh, but what is excellence? And in excellence, not only do I get to be excellent, but I get to empower the people around me to be excellent. And so there is an expansion of what I can hold and be about if I can go from perfectionism to excellence, because I can empower other people as well. I think one of the things when I think about women stepping up and when I said to you, you know, play bigger, I believe in my heart that right now, generationally, culturally, uh, that it is imperative that women step into leadership, step into their voice, step into their contribution. I think we've seen uh, the impact of a too masculine dominated world and leadership politically, spiritually, um, environmentally. And it is a balance of that and the, the, the bringing forth of the way women hold the whole and the way women can, or especially feminine, can see the bigger picture and collaborate you know women are collaborators all of that is so essential i think in our in our world environment right now yeah um i love that you brought the balance between the masculine and and feminine and and i'd love to get into that a little bit deeper but something else that you said right now and that call to action which is really a lot it's it's you know why i at the core do what i do it's because it's part of my own experience and i see what's on the other side of yeah playing, you know, allowing yourself to build the capacity to play bigger, like trusting that you are capable of that. And so I now am thrilled to support other women to walk, step into that. And something that this call to action that we get to step into our leadership in a really powerful way and that we've been chosen in this moment to do so. And what an honor. What I hear in the back of my mind is again, conversations that I've had of, For some reason, when women are lit up by a desire and a passion to create an impact, to use your voice, Mm -hmm. it almost sounds like it's something frivolous, like it's a whim, like it's like Mm a, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I did this, but it's not really necessary. Who's going to want to listen to it? And whether that's a a business you want to build or something you want to say, there's this sort of rather than looking at it from a place of, wow, there's a reason why this is coming through me and and how do I expand myself to be able to share it? It's almost like 
we're desperate for someone to give us permission to yeah. speak up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, wouldn't it, 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 it's almost like, oh, that's so cute. She wants to use her voice like <laughs> right. at a big, at a, at a deep subconscious level. Yeah. And women bump into this all the time. And I'm talking about very capable, like smart, badass women with right. really powerful things to say. Yeah. And then it's like, we just kind of like, blah, blah, blah. so yeah, what's, what's, what comes up for you with that? Well, I think there's a couple of pieces to that. I think there's the um, cultural generational download, you know, of, of if we look at the last few hundred years, it's uh, masculine dominated women. The roles were seriously separated, domestic versus, you know, go produce, go create. And literally it all turned on its head in World War II when, as you probably know, men went off to war and women actually had to go in and, and produce and generate. And then the whole 60s, which was a reactionaries phase, et cetera. But all of that generational downloading is still present. And I think it very much, that's the cultural energy. And I also think that uh, it's personal as well. So we've got this energetic consciousness out there that has been dominated in the, that more masculine way. And now personally, it, all of us have whatever our upbringing influence. If your dad, for example, the male figure in your life was dominating and you noticed your mom was more passive or, or just did the home things, the mom things, then that may be what you're thrown to believing is possible for yourself. Some people on your podcast were brought up by strong women who who absolutely ruled the nest and had businesses or single moms that had to go out and create. And so they may have less um, stop for themselves, less limiting belief about my voice matters. Either way, I think it is inherent on us to uh, be courageous and confident in the face of whatever's showing up, whether you end up in a career where your voice isn't being acknowledged or you start your own business and you get some flack. This is where I think women get to remember how resilient they are and how powerful they are. You know, they, they I haven't birthed children. I have children, but I didn't birth them. But you birth children, like, come on. We, most, many women have birthed children. That's damn resist, you know, resilient. That's incredible like whatever that takes and to be a mom and, and to uh, and to empower the men in our lives. This isn't about disempowering them. This is also mm -hmm. about uplifting the possibility that they are as leaders and allowing for their gifts to shine as well. And I think for the women listening to you, notice if given the opportunity or in the opportunity of not taking the opportunity to step up, to lead, to have your voice met what is stopping you you know is that is that your dad's voice stopping you is that your uh, uncle's voice your grandfather is that the boss you had when you were 25 that you were intimidated by and then really acknowledge it and go okay wow that's that's still running me okay let me put that to the side and get clear on my vision and what my purpose is which you know we may want to talk about mm -hmm. Yeah, I literally had a boss at 25 who intimidated the crap out of me, <laughs> who was one of those guys. And I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And, and personally, yes, I hear, I, I have an amazing relationship with my father and it was a relationship based on, he always saw me as you're capable of so much. And so there was that piece of like, wow, I get to make him proud. And yeah. as little kids, we associate that like pride with our sense of worth and our sense of, you know, my dad never took love away from me, but there was certainly this experience of like, wow, if I do these things right, look at how lit up he gets. So we correlate like one thing with the other. Um, uh, and I know that that's something that a lot of a lot of um, other uh, women out there yes. experience. Yeah. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about the beauty of aligning our uh, feminine selves, our feminine wisdom with the masculine self and masculine wisdom from, you know, what happens when we we, we intentionally choose to open up and align those all of those aspects of us and what happens with the other people in our lives? I'm thinking about our, when we're in partnership, mm-hmm. how that, because you mentioned that earlier, how yes. when we when we rise, and I really see it as I get to co-create with my husband, with my partner, yeah. you know, at a different level, the more I trust myself, the more I align and I speak my truth, our relationship has exponentially like improved yeah. and gotten clearer yeah. and more authentic. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd love to hear about that alignment and what you've seen in all the years of training other incredible people and, you know, specifically uh, women, what happens the more they tap into their authentic self, their mm-hmm. self-expression, what happens with in their lives? In their partnerships. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, in ter- if we're talking about essence, masculine, feminine essence, isn't that all men are only masculine and all women are only feminine. We all have uh, the essence of both in our, you know, in our being, you know, both masculine and feminine. If you tend to be more the feminine essence, then that is the more soil, nurturing, holding the whole. Doesn't mean you're not powerful. Doesn't mean you're not uh, producing results, etc. Means that there is a sort of flow and energy and you know desire for beauty. That's all part of the feminine. The masculine is more directional, focused. You know, there's a joke about you know the hunter and the gatherer. The hunter can only see what he's focused on and, and and the woman holds the other. So for example, in, if you think back to the 1960s, early seventies, when women, the women's revolution uh, happened, women swung way over to the masculine, you know, and like directional, hard, et cetera. And that's not quite our natural state, you know, some women may be. And so I think what's important is, where are you exhibiting what? So for example, when you're in your career and you have a focus to produce a result and you want to create this program or make this podcast successful, et cetera, you have directional energy. That's that's tapping into your more masculine, gotta get this done, doesn't take away from your, your feminine essence. Now, when you go, you know, and, and, uh, maybe cook dinner or your husband cooks dinner and you're there with your family. One of the things that's important for women is to, especially have a more masculine essence partner, you got to kind of turn off your masculine when you step back into that relational moment with your partner, because what happens is the polarities get neutralized rather than, mm-hmm. than you know, uh, charged, which is what you mm-hmm. want, you know, both romantically, partnership, sexually, all of that. So it's really important to know when you've got what going on. And depending on your partner, 
what when's the moment to empower him in his masculine for example like where he can be you know kind of the king but you're you're his queen you know so that's a little bit of that and just being present to what's the energy i've got going on right now and what's the most effective energy i can have at the moment so. yeah and and i think too because and then this is where, you know, who, we, who, who are we being in each moment? Because I think, and I speak for myself, it's like, I can see the world through kind of like a compartments, like, okay, well, in this moment, there's this, in this moment, there's that. Yeah. But the more I've opened up to kind of letting both essences permeate everything yes. I'm doing, because yeah. I see how tapping into one as I'm, you know, growing my business and mm -hmm. growing my mm -hmm. impact and creating results, like tapping deeper into yeah. the feminine essence has been very supportive yeah. and the same thing on the other side. So, you know, speak a little bit into that. I, there might be a hesitation for those of us who maybe were like, we have that feminine essence. It's almost like hidden, right? but we might be hesitant to just to bring it out and play from that space more because maybe we think, Oh, we're not going to be seen as capable or I've mm -hmm. got to like do, do, do in order to make something happen. Like, gotcha. How can we find that balance? Yeah. Yeah, I, that's where I think that that's actually what's wanted and needed. So you have to have some directional focus if you want to create a result. You know, um, we, on the you know way over on the side, you can't just pick daisies all day. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there has to be some focus and direction. And what's so important, I think, right now is that as you're out impacting, you allow for your feminine essence, your connection, your collaboration, your sense of uh, emotional connection and beauty and grace. And it, it's, it's a, just imagine like a beautiful dancer uh, mm -hmm. experiencing, you know, beauty and, and including everyone. And so I know that sounds a little uh, whimsical, uh, but any time we're not being our authentic self, like what's true for me, what's real for me, what wants to, and how's how I have it. It's like, what is it that wants to be expressed through me? It's like, what is the universe and God and spirit wanting to express through me and allowing for that? It's going to work. You know, I, I really have a belief that when we're in our essence, whatever that is, you know, authentic essence, authentic spirit, authentic love, authentic joy, it's going to work. Whatever we're doing, yeah. whether we're, you know, with our kids or we're, you know, creating a program and coaching people. Yeah, that's a that's a mantra for life right there. Be in your authentic essence. It's going to work. Like, just <laughs> trust that. It's going to work. So, so that that brings me to a very timely conversation around what we have found ourselves in for the past couple of months in terms yeah. in this worldwide yeah. pandemic and the I'd love to hear you know framing this conversation through the lens of what's the opportunity right now for mm -hmm. us to tap even deeper into our authentic essence and work from that space yeah. and shift what we've known as the normal and actually yeah. leave that and move forward in a new direction that's more aligned with who we are. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's great. Well, I think what one thing I believe that's a outcome of this is I think, especially for women, they have really stretched themselves in who they are and what they're holding and what they're doing. So it's included our businesses, it's included our families, it's included our children, it's included education. 
Uh, it's making sure to care for our elders and et, et cetera. So I think there's already an expansion of what we've been holding. And I think the opportunity also has been, and I think this is a, you know, uh, perfectly aligned with how women uh, typically operate is, you know, we've all had this moment or this moment in time, two months, three months, who knows how long to go inside. And, and I don't mean just inside our homes, but inside mm -hmm. ourselves and look at, you know, what is, this has forced us to look at what's important. It's forced us to look at how we're living our day-to-day -day life. Like I think people have um, microscopically begun to view how do I how do I set up my day, whether it's, you know, I start with my meditations or my workouts or my, we've, and then setting that routine. And I think there is huge benefit in that. And as we move forward out of this, what are the opportunities, you know, for women who are in uh, business, I think, you know, what an incredible opportunity for women who don't want to go to an office and don't want to go out, you know, out into a, you know, retail establishment and work. This has been a complete, huge, big blank canvas for how do you create a online business? How do you create something that impacts people, that influences people, that sell whatever you want to sell? You know, mm -hmm. think of all the gym equipment that is being, you know, sent to people's homes. Mm -hmm. uh, we ordered some, we can't get it for two months. It's crazy. Um, but how much opportunity has opened up for women to be in their current environment and generate either a business or other ways to lead, contribute, give. It's really kind of uh, wild west out there for what you can create. Mm -hmm. It's an open it's an open space. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I've been saying and feeling into from the beginning. It's in, when everything is uncertain, then everything is possible. Yeah. And it's yeah. that big distinction between like, are you a victim to the circumstances or are you choosing to, you know, design from an empowered space and have a vision for what's possible yeah. and, and align yourself with other people who are in that same wavelength and having those conversations so that you yeah. can, you don't, you're not stuck in the conversation that's like, oh, well, this is shitty because of X, Y, Z. And you're moving and looking at like listening to something like this or, you know, following someone like Lisa, who's like, you yeah. know, offering other alternative ways of seeing the world and seeing what, what we're creating. Yeah. yeah, look, everyone has a set of facts, you know, and some people's facts are more, let me just say, uh, uh, detrimental. You know, some people really have out of losing a job and they were on the edge and it's a really tough time for them. And many people it's hard and it's tough, but it's not going to ruin us, you know? So out of that set of facts, how do you want to choose to, uh, sorry for my dogs and my no, okay. <laughs> life. Yeah. Um, out of the set of facts, how do you want to choose to relate to the facts and to look at the facts, interpret the facts? Because, you know, you have choice about that. You know, you have choice mm -hmm. about that. So for example, if someone, you know, loses part of their income or loses their job, uh, okay, that happened. And you may experience disappointment, frustration, stress, anxiety. Well, you know, I, I train quite a bit about this. Experience whatever that experience is. If you are frustrated, if you are 
stressed out, if you do have anxiety or fear, let yourself kind of lean into that. doesn't mean stay stuck in it, but lean into it and then go, okay, given these are the facts, what is a way I can relate to this that empowers me, that opens up possibility for me, that gives me an opportunity? Like if there were a, and you call them silver linings, or if this was, you know, right on time for the next evolution of myself, what is that? Mm, and, and what I love that. that. Yeah. 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 Um, so what what's lighting you up right now? Like, what are you excited that you're creating, that you're working on, that you're inviting people into? Like what what's in what's going on in your world that you're loving? Yeah, we're uh, I'm ex- I'm excited about the opportunity to bring uh, transformation and self-development, personal development and paradigm shift into more people's lives online. Mm. You know, I've got a yeah. membership going with my business partner, Lynn Sheridan. Uh, I've, uh, my book, here's what's so funny. I, I have my book here. It's called The yes. Problem. Now you see the problem. And I wrote it and published it in October of 2019. And it so perfectly supports people in how do I look at life differently from the problem I see? Because mm-hmm. actually the worse I see the problem, the worse it's going to be for me. So how do I shift my interpretation? So I'm excited about that. And I uh, also have a money, wealth, and miracles online course I'm doing with people about shifting the relationship with the energy exchange of money. So those are some things I'm excited about and some private coaching. And uh, interestingly enough, we're in the conversation of how do we take the trainings we've done that are live and bring it into the online world, even though it would be different, how do we do that in a way that can still impact people and that's a completely new universe for me. So yes. super excited to delve into that and and create from there. So. Yeah. And I've been very vocal on my journey about the leadership training that I did and, and continue to expand into another areas as well. Yeah. And it's a very, it's an incredibly experiential, amazing, and it's just once in a lifetime kind of experience for yeah. sure. And when this all started happening, of course, my visionary mind was like, wow, like how will these trainings evolve? Like just to see this, like you said, this wild west of what's possible here. And that's the question. That's the invitation. It's like, oh, the the what if. Like, okay, wow, things have really shifted in my life collectively. What if, like if you just open up instead of constrict to... You, you expand and then, okay, ideas begin to... to um, and as someone who's experienced Lisa, like in person in a condensed like moment of time in my life where it just impacted me in so many ways. I highly, highly encourage everybody to follow what Lisa's doing to get her book. Cause it's a, it's like, it captures the essence of what you can experience, yeah. but in a way that you can take yeah. with you and reread and refer back to, um, Thank you. and to just be in the energy of what you are putting forward um is is powerful because it's the reminders of you do not have to get stuck in whatever old programming might be running your life you get to rewrite it and really understand and be aware of what's been holding you so that you can shift it and look forward yeah well and i think really right now what all so many of the rules that we thought we lived by uh, got broken or got shifted yeah. or got thrown out the window. And so what that means is exactly as you're saying, uncertainty is opportunity. What that means is those rules 
don't apply. And that means you can write your own script. That means the canvas is truly blank. And so I'd invite people like five years from now, where do you want to be? What do you want to be experiencing? What's the life you want to be living? What's the experience of relationships you want to be in? Because we're writing that right now. We're, we're scripting that world right now in terms of our world five years from now. You know? Oh. Wow. Yes. We are scripting that right now. And that's why they're even in the midst of really challenging times. There is this like spark of, of, of beauty. I think that a lot of souls are really lighting up and feeling into because we know at a deep level, we know that we are creating the future. Like we are writing very powerfully, like the script got shredded. Yay. And then we're like, all right, what do we really want to live into? Absolutely. So we're good. always writing the future and scripting the future, but so much yeah. of it was within a framework that was predictable and knowable, yeah. even though we didn't think it was, it actually was. And so yes. this really opens up like, wow, it really is ours to ours to author. Yes. So good. good. Lisa, any final, like that was a really juicy, like, <laughs> Ta-da! But any yeah. final, like, like if you were to send a message of just like empowerment and possibility, and just like, yeah, 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 let's let's dig in and and do yeah. it and believe in ourselves. Yeah. What what would you leave us with? Well, I, I would leave you with that. The, the present moment is always a blank space. You know, it's moment, moment, moment. It's a blank space. It's either going to get sort of filled in by our history, our past, our automatic behaviors, our automatic beliefs. Or we can stand in our vision and stand in our authentic self, you know, and declare yourself every day. I'm an authentic, loving, powerful woman. I'm a leader, whatever that is. And, and then bring that into now. So I just want to leave everyone that you have moment to moment a choice out of uh, who you committed to being and how you want to live and the focus you put your life on. And that's going to make the world a difference in your attitude, your health, your spiritual empowerment, all of it. So uh, you're the chooser and nobody can ever take that away from you. Oh, amazing. Lisa, thank you so much. And guys, I'm going to leave all of Lisa's info in the, um, in the, in the show notes. Absolutely. Please follow, get the book, do all the things so that you can nurture yourself through this time yeah. and find the resources to find, to, to lock into what Lisa's saying. Cause at first it might be like, wait, what? And no, no, it's possible. Just you know, find, find the spaces to, to nurture that part of you. Absolutely. Lisa, thank you. Thank you, you for being so here. Yeah. Thank you for what you do in the world. Um, yeah. I love you. I appreciate you. I stand with you and, um, it's, it's inspiring to, to, to have, to have had you on my journey. Yeah, good. So, well, I'm so glad you're out there having your voice make a difference and impact people. And I think I adore you yeah. and, and so glad to yeah. see you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for uh, for listening and for watching. If you saw the video, hi. Um, and make sure to follow me um, for more juicy conversations on how we can really level up and step into our vision. And um, on behalf of um, Jules and I, who lovingly create this podcast behind the scenes, we want to thank Lisa and we want to thank all of you for, for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Well, I really hope you enjoyed that. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. Remember to rate, send, share, show the love. I really appreciate you for it. And I'm going to leave all of Lisa's information for where you can contact her and get to know more of her work and get her book in the um, show notes. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.